Everybody's out there is no idea. A show dedicated to helping you navigate a challenging and ever-changing financial and real estate landscape. The economy continues to face numerous difficulties. Now, your hosts, Dan Podesto and Jason Grody of Central Coast Lending. The fact that you're being called upon to help clean up Wall Street's mess is an outrage. Broadcasting outrage. live from the KVEC studios in San Luis Obispo. What economy are you talking about? Talking it's about time for Mortgage Matters. Mortgage Matters. All righty, good morning, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Oh, goodness me. It's a beautiful day out there. All right, all right. Here we yeah. are. Some wild weather, huh? Went from summer, sunny, hot to drizzly, cloudy, mm-hmm. cold. And I'm the a little bit of rain, too. A little bit of rain. Oh, yeah. I got up um, probably once, twice a week. My, my little doggy, she's eight months old. She decides to go to the bathroom at like 2 a.m. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, I'll help, I'll help you out. You know, she sleeps in our room, and she's pretty good. I open the door, and it's like this like Hawaiian storm going on. And the dog just sits at the door and looks at me like, I think I can hold it. Yeah. <laughs> I think, Mike, that there's a notorious motive for you getting up and letting the dog out at 2 o'clock in the morning because, you know. She probably just stuff. wanted to see the rain. Yeah. Oh. You know, and probably at 7 or 8 when you got to get up, um, stepping in some wet stuff <laughs> on your carpet. Probably not so fun. No, she's, no I, appreciate, I appreciate her, you know, getting me up. In fact, I never rant or, or rave about, you know, getting up. But it's just one of those things where I was just commenting on the weather. It was pretty crazy midweek and i'm one of those idiots that decides to punish myself and i have a uh a snow tracker for kirkwood and north star and heavenly and that next morning heaven uh excuse me kirkwood oh snow tracker snow tracker i thought you said tractor and i'm like this guy doesn't look like a tractor guy (laughs) (laughs) right right snow tracker so how many inches have fallen and it was uh north star 24 inches shoosh could you imagine how great that day would be? That sounds pretty Followed fun. by some sun. To shovel? Anyways. You gotta love shovel all the walkways, shovel no, no, the driveways. No, 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 shovel. We don't break the berms. Just oh. gotta go visit once in a while. You guys <laughs> didn't live in the snow, I guess. Yeah, those no, are no, really no. fun days. No, no, no. And then it keeps snowing, so you try to get your boots by the fire to dry out before you have to put them back on to go shovel again. You were the dude that, that we, we pay for with the vacation rentals. Yeah, right. you sit by the window like, man, that's got to be a tough job. Yeah, <laughs> there's different. Does anyone have any more coffee? You wanna... <laughs> there's yeah. different kind of snow too. Sometimes oh, sure. it's like really dry, light snow that just like gets right out of the way. Sometimes it's dry sh- snow, but it sticks to the shovel. Mm-hmm. So then you kind of mm-hmm. like shake the thing every time, and then sometimes it's like slush, so it weighs like ninety pounds. And scoop. the shovel just breaks. I mean, it's a it's the whole thing. I'm glad we mentioned the snow because later on in the show today, I want to talk about second homes and the products we have for second homes. Yeah. I think people vacation are, destination. Yeah. I mean, you just got done getting back from maybe Vail, if you're lucky, most likely Squaw, Tahoe. Let's call it, um, um, what's the one down south? I'm blanking on the big one. Mammoth. 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 Big, big, big Bear. Bear. Okay. Of course. Probably less people. Do you know Mammoth recently bought Big Bear uh, Ski Resort? That's a and smart like move. Redoing it. That's a smart move. Yeah. Those two. I mean, on the map, they're not really not that far from each other, right? Mm, Is it four hour not drive. That close. Four hour drive. Five probably. Three ninety five. Isn't that the road? Yeah. But yeah. So if you're thinking about 
purchasing a second home, you, you just stayed at a vacation rental and you're thinking, gosh, sweetie, we should have one of these for ourselves. We're going to talk about that a little bit later on the show today. What Perfect. else are we going to have on the show today, Jay? Uh, I gotta, believe we have Bruce Freeberg coming to join us from Patterson. The man with the sneakers? Yeah, exactly. The sneakers uh, guy is going to be on the show. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. You must have seen him on Facebook then, huh? Uh, Bruce Freeberg is is a real tour at Patterson Realty. A great guy, excellent tennis player, by the way. Um, so don't let him trick I think, you. I think he was like a a pitcher at Cal Poly too, baseball. Yeah, dude's just talented, athletically wise, and he's got the brilliant. I'm glad you tagged on athletically wise. Athletically wise. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's looking that up right now. If that's a word. And he's going to be on the show. Uh, we'll also take some time out and talk a little bit about portfolio lending and and really a new product that we have at Central Coast Lending that we can offer our um, both people ready to buy a house or looking to refinance where we can do a first and a second loan together. I think that'll, Unbelievable. I thought we might also um, talk, and, and maybe we even want to talk first about this, but... Um, I think there's these different seasons in real estate and one of the one of the challenges in this current market is that there's just not a lot for sale out there. So if you're you have those dissatisfiers with your current property where you're kind of wish you had that kitchen remodel or you wish you had that that ensuite bathroom or you wish you had that guest room you you sort of think about these things and, and kind of, for most people, I think most people are just don't do that stuff because they either don't want to take it on, it's too big of a task, too big of an undertaking, or they don't know how to do it, so they just don't. And then I think a, another group of people that have those desires just end up saying, you know, I would have to sell my house because I don't want to live in a construction zone or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but there's a variety of reasons why now we're going to see a lot more um, remodeling than we did in years past. Um, and just to cite a few, limited inventory for one. It's hard yeah. to find. A, you can't really be that confident in a suitable re replacement property today. If you need to sell your house to buy a new one, it's not exactly the ideal market for you to feel confident that you're gonna get your needs met. Right? That's absolutely right. And nobody wants to sell their house, by the way, to, to go, all right, I'm selling this because I'm upgrading. And then they get into escrow and then go, oh man, the only things that I could buy today are downgrades and I never would have sold if I didn't right. you know if I didn't right. if I thought this was going to happen. Let's so, go back to the caveman days, right? I mean, are you going to leave your cave just go seeking for another one? Maybe lose that cave. cave. So the other the other thing, the other reason why, you know, so limited inventory is is one very good reason that um, you might want to remodel. Another good reason is that you've got low property taxes and you yeah. if you sell and buy yep. say you can find a suitable replacement sell and buy the entire value of your home now is going to get reassessed at the new you know the new value that you buy it yep whereas if you do a remodel or addition they do a reassessment on the improved portion of whatever you do so you could actually be kind of dollars ahead by yes. improving a property that you already have a good tax base in and i want to add to that you know the appraiser that we have come out and and give you an opinion of value on your property before you start this work, whether it be a 
cash out refinance or what they're going to tell you your property will be worth when the remodel's done, they don't hand that over to the county assessor. The assessor just does their natural business. If you don't pull contracts or excuse me, permits or switch ownership on title, there's no reason for them to go do a full reassessment. They're going to do their general everyday reassessment. There's yeah. no guy looking in your window when you're not home at the backsplash you put up. <laughs> they a, can, though, right? They should. I mean, they could. They could. <laughs> if they suspect that you did put in Italian marble and only all the finest fixtures and everything, they they certainly could um, come and, t- and check that out. And I don't... But it's not common. I know that we're a couple months away again from having the county assessor on the show. We like to do that every year right around tax time. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It, those are some good questions there is what does trigger that reassessment i know that there's a natural trigger in there with building permits if you go in to get building That's permits right. i think they just knock on the door next door and say hey but this money bags over here is is improving his home um go charge him more taxes architect i work with in town has told me something as simple as an over-the-counter permit for certain things can trigger as well but i just wanted to add to that you know you're very right that that's the affluent decision maker at work saying yeah honey we could move to this side of town but we got to pay new property taxes i mean that's another three four hundred dollars a month it very well could be depending on what your tax base is and then you know i just wanted to throw out there that the reason I bring this up is because this is becoming more commonplace. You got people in this market are thinking, man, I really wish I had that remodeled kitchen or I wish that I had that extra bedroom right. or whatever. Right. So one of the best and easiest things you can do if you if you need $30,000 for a kitchen remodel mm-hmm. or $100,000 for you know that adding on those extra bedrooms and bathroom mm-hmm. or whatever the, one of the best things you can do if you already have the equity in your home is to just take it out before you mess anything up, right? <laughs> uh, do a cash out refi, put the money in the bank. I mean, and we're going to ask you what it's for. The answer is that it's for home improvement. It's what you're planning on doing. Um, and Perfectly as long as you qualify answer. for it and you have the equity, that's okay. Yeah. Um, and you throw the money into the bank and then kind of fund your, your way as you go. Um, other people will do it by get a line of credit where you could go down to the bank. Again, you have to have equity for this, get a line of credit, um, do the, do all the work that you need to do on the line of credit. And then, um, in the end you get a new loan, which we'll call a takeout loan where it does your first and your second into one new loan. Correct. And that's kind of your long-term permanent financing. If you can't do either one of those, it's usually because you don't have the equity. That's right. Which then leads us into a place of, okay, well, we in order to make this work, we need to consider what your home is going to be worth when you're done doing whatever it is you're doing. That's right. And so um, renovation loans are something that uh, we've been doing uh, always at Central Coast. I think it's a great loan uh, and fills this need for people. The way I explain that to product or to clients is it's a product where it's a Fannie Mae product and Freddie Mac offers it as well on, on certain, certain occupant, occupation situations. But you're really taking on the bank as a partner mm-hmm. to build that equity and use the equity today as a loan. So you'll sit down with a contractor, you'll assign a contractor to your job, you'll show the construction bid and design to the appraiser. That appraiser will help you 
understand what the value of your home's going to be when all the work's going to be done. So we're saying into the future, fast forward, kitchen's done, appliances are done, second bathroom's in for these notorious three ones in San Luis Obispo that right. exist. And now you've got a house worth 650 that was before we started the project 480. 650, 480. That's a pretty big jump. Let's just use these numbers. I'll that, bear with you. Yeah, bear with me. The bank now says, great, let's close escrow. Let's start the process. We're going to give you a loan. We're going to pay off your first and or second if it's in place. And we will, excuse me, they will not pay off the second. They'll only pay off the first. And then they will give you like a trust account where every time the contractor completes a section of the work, a phase of the work, they can demand an invoice and be paid right across the table by the bank. When they're done, you've got the new house, and guess what? It's a conventional loan. Yeah. This the is a great, yeah, and the great thing about that, I mean, to to decode a little bit of what the it's a conventional loan statement means, it's a 30-year fixed rate loan. It's a low interest rate loan. They also have 15 years, and if the, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, the closing costs on these loans are low, too. When you do construction financing, which we've got the ability to do that, too, sometimes folks just don't fit into the renovation or rehab loan and need an outright construction loan. Um we have those two. They're typically a little bit more expensive. They're a short-term loan. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, they they have to be redone. You know, eighteen to twenty-four months later, and you're usually going to have um, closing costs that are a little bit higher than a normal conventional loan in those construction loan type of deals. Um, I got a question about. It's kind of it's off of um, about reverse mortgages, basically. Yeah. Um, Family members are looking at some property, a house in Aurora Grande that uh, that is a, it's kind of got like a, one of those. Uh, it's like a duplex, basically, for be lack of a better words. Okay. Got a common wall, okay, and the bank. We think it's like held by a bank through like a reverse mortgage. The guy died, and so the bank has got the property now, and so they're wanting three hundred and thirty thousand dollars, pretty much firm on that. But when you walk through it, it looks like there are some issues, the things that aren't quite up to code that mm -hmm. would have to be fixed. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm kind of curious as to whether or not if you're going to buy that property, is the bank required to fix any code violations? So the answer is no. And, and here's the deal. Mm -hmm. um, a seller of a property doesn't really have to do anything to it. There, there can be things within the city or county that are required to be done on the transfer of ownership. They're generally deemed the responsibility of the buyer. Really? And mm -hmm. um, so in cases like this, the bank, and see the, the bank oftentimes, I mean, especially if they're out of area mm -hmm. or they're just not accustomed to dealing with mm -hmm. these sort of um you know, bank owned property type of transactions. Nor care to do so. Yeah. Oftentimes yeah. they'll just say, you know what, we're not going to monkey around with 
you you want to buy it and you want us to replace this and replace that and fix this and fix that and now the bank's taking on some liability because they're allowing mm-hmm. somebody to gain entry to the home while it's still in their possession now they've got work occurring yep. while they're the owner and they just go we don't do that What's and that's to stop you from backing out after they it's, do the it's work. pretty common yeah. actually that on bank owned properties the banks just don't want to let people in the property in fact sometimes on bank owned properties they don't even unlock the door yeah. you, sometimes you'll have to buy them from walking around the perimeter of the property and peering in windows where you can right. so the reality is is that no the bank doesn't have to do anything mm-hmm. um, i think it's a little bit frustrating and disappointing because it'll that usually remain means that it it, it takes the property away from a would-be first-time mm-hmm. home buyer mm-hmm. because it it's now going to be for somebody that's doing some other kind of loan um or paying cash so it, it's however it, this dovetails quite nicely into our conversation you know the renovation loan the home style ready uh fannie mae product we're talking about you can purchase properties that have deficiencies and deferred maintenance and things with like that. renovation plans construction design yeah. all through the course of escrow we can close escrow with these mm-hmm. items that have not been cured as long as they'll be cured mm-hmm. as long as we can show you have the, to have a plan for it we have to have right. a plan yeah it's going to be a longer escrow it's not going to be your standard yeah. 30 day you're going to have to go into that city that county get the paperwork show the bank we have a conditional approval yeah. but we can loan you the money which isn't you know the best alternative but it does get you a house maybe under price under market value that's the idea you get an under market value and then yeah. you roll those expenses into a 30-year mortgage you're not going to feel that forty thousand dollars as much when you roll it over 30 years and pay it back well we pretty much decided no on this one because it was like in an area where that's basically the value okay and then you've got to have like um okay you're gonna have to like go in and like you know fix these issues so there's money there and then yeah also, that's why you guys gotta like offer 290 yeah and then and then there's like uh mm. like um also you, like the guy just was pretty eclectic that had it before so you have like a bright red living room which most people are not gonna want so you're gonna have to do you know right things like that painting and stuff like that yeah i mean just to kind of close out Mm. this this discussion of the renovation loan it's not it jim you're thinking of buying it maybe for your family or as as yourself but it's also a product where borrowers can be investors you can have up to 85 percent loan to value as an investor on a one unit property that's a CLTV as well, so you can have a second come in with you. Um, you can have it up to 90 LTV as if it's a second home. So think of that cabin that's a little run down in Big Bear. Yeah, and, and pick that thing you know, up. The, the other couple things, too, to mention about this product is that the, the allowable improvements are really defined as anything that improves the value of the property. So right. this can be adding new appliances to the kitchen or countertops it can be putting in a swimming pool i mean there's a pool outside uh, barbecue is eligible so this is something where the it's it's pretty expansive in terms of what you're able to do with it uh and i i've just it's an impressive product and and i thought it would be good to talk about today to get the word out quite relevant as again i want to go back to the original premise why we started talking about this is that we're we're move we're in a, a real estate environment right now where 
it's difficult for a variety of reasons or cost prohibitive to change properties. Yeah. And when yeah. when you can't change properties, it's time to make the space you have a bit more usable, a bit more enjoyable, mm -hmm. um, fitting your needs, mm -hmm. um, doing those things, you know. Like yeah, you bring up like the outdoor barbecue patio with a barbecue and a fridge and a sink maybe a jacuzzi um those kind of things Flash can screen. can <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surround sound radio maybe a little laser light show on the side um but those those things though can wing. dramatically improve the space that you have and oftentimes we find can can add to the value of your property too so if you have needs for those kinds of things um we'd love to give you counsel about that yeah. and like i said yeah when you come in one of the first things we want to do is figure out if you have the equity to accomplish your objectives today doing so with a normal cash out refi without showing permits and plans Correct. and vetting a contractor and doing all these things that's an easier way to do it um, if that's not an option, then we move into option two, which I really think is going to be a renovation loan. Um, if you can accomplish your objectives with a renovation loan, that's the easier way to do it. Uh, you can move farther down the line all the way into needing like a full-blown construction loan where you're, uh, for whatever reason, it isn't going to fit into the renovation loan um, criteria. Right. And um, So we'd love to help you with that. If you guys want to talk about it or get that consultation, you can give us a call this week at the office. The number is 543-LOAN. My Mike actually happens to be one of the guys in the office that, that really specializes in this uh, rehab renovation loan uh, aspect of the business. So if you're interested, do call us at the office. You can call Mike. One number rings all of our offices. It's 543-LOAN. We're going to go ahead and take the first commercial break here of the show. When we get back, we're hoping to, to rope in Bruce Freeberg into the middle seat here. Stick around. Yeah, we'll find out what he has to say. So uh, stick with us after the short break. We'll be back with more Mortgage Matters. Mortgage Matters with host Dan and Jason will be right back. Join the conversation by calling 543-8830 or 800-549-5832. What a state of generosity. Look what my agent got for me. Just by switching to State Farm. A few hundred unexpected bucks. I couldn't ask for more. But now I've got to figure out what I should use it for. A new bike would be radical, but maybe something practical. Like a pet baboon with one robotic arm. Get to a better state. State Farm. Switch to State Farm and you could save. To find out more in San Luis Obispo, call Agent Susan Rodriguez. This is Jason Grody with Central Coast Lending. Our loans are not trucked in from some big bank. They're raised right here on the Central Coast. No hormones, no GMOs, no antibiotics. Call today and get your gluten-free mortgage from a caring lender that knows you only accept the best for your family. Just call Central Coast Lending. Refinance home. Just call 543 Central Coast Lending. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing opportunity real estate broker. California Bureau of Real Estate number 018-39608. NMLS number 328-358. For those of us who live here on the Central Coast, we know this is a unique place to have a home. And for over 30 years, Patterson Realty has been a vital part of San Luis Obispo County. Patterson professionals have led the way in real estate by adapting to new market conditions to make sales happen. What they offer is the quality of their people. Agents working just for you. Get the experts at Patterson Realty on your side. Experience the Patterson difference. Call 544-8662 or online at pattersonrealty.com. 
Through seven presidential administrations, bull and bear markets, and unprecedented change, Blakesley and Blakesley has been here helping residents of the Central Coast reach their financial goals. So if you need retirement advice beyond Social Security, want to roll over an old 401k, or simply seek guidance through an important financial decision, visit Blakesley and Blakesley in San Luis Obispo, Paso Robles, and Santa Maria. Blakesley and Blakesley for the service you deserve and the advice you trust. Member FINRA and SIPC. You're listening to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920. If you missed any part of the show, log on to centralcoastlending.com for archived shows and more. Now, back to your host, Dan and Jason from Central Coast Lending. All right, all right, welcome back. Jim, I, I didn't want to say so because I thought maybe we were channeling each other here for a minute, but we started the first segment with the snow talk, and I was just sure that you were going to bring us back with something about snow, and I was picturing that song about the yellow snow. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'll have to find that. It's a 50s commercial, right? <laughs> <laughs> Watch out snow. where those huskies go and just don't eat that yellow snow. I don't know. It's just well, some, I just... Fine. Yeah. Even with ACDC. Well, we, talked about, we, talked, Default. we talked about money, too. We talked yeah. about money. Yeah. So we did talk about money. On ACDC is, is basically in this man's, in his DNA. Oh, yeah. It's in his genes. It's good stuff. Yeah. At the core. The I thought you were going to play the, the reno- renovation loan song. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me just find one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the one rock band really I haven't seen in concert either. Bummer man, crazy. The one classic rock yeah. Bummer man, ACDC. Crazy, crazy. I know. Hey, so uh, for this middle hour here, we're lucky enough to be joined by Bruce Freeberg from Patterson Realty. And so, Bruce, thanks much for coming in and joining us today. My pleasure. Good morning, guys. Good, Good morning. morning. Good morning, Bruce. I'm on the Patterson Realty website right here, and I'm scrolling down to look for your mug shot where I can... Uh, Go to the fair. Oh, I'm going to click this link that says Meet Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> We're digging deep. <laughs> what does it say? California native, resident of Slow since 73... Yeah, I saw some picture from you on a throwback Thursday where you were like pitching for Cal Poly or something, <laughs> right? We are digging deep. Uh, that was a couple lifetimes ago. Okay, so you've been here for a while. I I've heard your I mean I've heard little bits and pieces of your story, but um, you've been around and doing sports, athletics, sales type of stuff. And then what? How many years ago? Seven or eight years ago? Now you got it. I think into, it's almost nine years ago. Really? Now. Yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. It's right about the same time that we were starting Central Coast Lending. Was about the time. I think you and I were sort of coming into this thing at the same. The same time-ish. I think so. I think you nailed it there. Uh, great time to come into the business. So, yes. Um, <laughs> how has it gone? I mean, I, I see your shoes. I know there are people listening that are finally going to be getting to put a voice to the shoes. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's been a great run. Uh, I'm having a blast. It's a great business to be in. Uh, you get to meet and work with fun people um, and help them through a challenging time but you can also make it uh, much easier for them because we saw you know there I just saw a t-shirt the other day that says we solve problems you don't even know you have in ways <laughs> mm-hmm. that you have no idea yeah so 
it, it's a great business. It's really good. Yeah, and I just want to come in and say I have very close friends that have worked with Bruce, and you know they they talk about him all the time. And you know we're at dinner; they're looking to do something out near the lake. Their family wants to get involved, and you know Bruce names comes comes up right away. Just really a really a helpful agent. One of those agents that is not in it for the transaction just wants to be kind of like the family real estate agent. That's that's what I've perceived. You know, you know, and I know exactly who you're talking about right now because, and that's a great family, and it's kind of a great uh, illustration of the way I work. I, you know, I work with a client; they recommend me to their friends and family, and and it just keeps working that way. I don't have to waste my time on the phone trying to get right. new clients right. and stuff like that. I can s spend all my time working for you. Good, yeah, that's good. And I remember when I was getting into this business, um, you know, back 16, 17 months ago, I had a chance to chat with you about you know, what you thought and you gave me your, your good, bad and ugly opinion. And, uh, I appreciate that. I, I think one of the things that's also nice about, uh, having you on the show is we've worked together you, you've experienced central coast lending as a realtor and, 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 you know, the partnership that we try to have with real estate agents as well. You know, it, it is a great partnership, but, uh, you know, we converse with lenders all the time mm -hmm. and you can quickly find, who knows what they're doing versus who has no idea what they're doing or they're muddling through. And, and it really changes the whole feel and uh, execution of the transaction. Right. Uh, so it is a very important partnership. Uh, and especially when you have confidence in the people you're working with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I was going to say, you know, in terms of what I do know about you, um, my relationship with you over the years has been um, you're a pretty honest dude and and maybe sometimes to a fault but the thing i i have noticed about you bruce is that you're you're one of those guys that um would never put something in a light or misrepresent something ever like you're you have a character about you that's going to be transcending any transaction where if, if there's a problem or something you're going to want to deal with it talk about it address it and get over it so that there's not those hatchets sticking out right well first of all i hope so uh you know we all try to do that all the time what i've found over the years is that if you ignore something it's just going to come back and bite you even harder down the road and it's better to address it up front uh get it taken care of or take responsibility or whatever needs to be done rather than trying to uh, just hope it goes away. It almost never does. <laughs> almost <True>. never. <laughs> On the loan side, I find the funny thing is, is that I'll, I'll get a file. And I try to be really thorough because I hate surprises and I know that people do too. Like you, you want to set an expectation, have it be an appropriate expectation, and then do everything you can to to meet that. Right. And so if you if you have any loose ends, that's where that element of surprise creeps in. And then people say, "Well, you've been doing this for so long, or you're the professional, and how come you didn't know this was likely to happen? Or and how how come you didn't tell me?" Yeah. So I, I try really like hard to try as best I can to contain all of those variables. Um, and it, it still can be difficult. I mean, real estate is real life. There's a lot of moving parts in this and it is very stressful. Um, 
but it's fun and it's fulfilling. And at the end of the day, I think you guys have it just a little bit better than we do where you get to hand over the keys. Well, um, there's the grass is always greener aspect, right? <laughs> yeah, we get to hand over the keys. Uh, and it is fun. It is fun working with people and, and helping them execute their dreams, uh, making whatever they want to do happen. It is fun. Um, and it's not with, but it's not without its challenges, of course. Sure. That's why it's business. And, you know, it's sales and sales is solving problems. That's yep. all we do is solve problems. Yeah, agreed. In a timely manner, yeah. So we're talking about purchase transactions, but obviously you don't just help people buy homes. You help people sell their home. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's what I was just going to ask. Yeah. Um, what do you enjoy more, listing homes or selling homes? Well, you know, there's an adage in real estate, list or die. Uh, you know, if you, don't have, <laughs> if you don't have listings, you're not going to have a consistent right. business. And I've been fortunate over the last few years to really build up my portfolio of listings and be a lot more on the selling side. But... You know, when you sell, it also leads to people buying, and, and it becomes a, a little right. circle. So That's right. it, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy type of thing that you know when they sell, they're going to want to buy. You get new buyers coming into the market. You get second homes coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm dealing with a number of people that have uh, cashed out properties in the Central Valley or in Los Angeles that come up and want to buy a second home. Every situation is unique. And so dealing with a seller versus dealing with a buyer is just a different set of problems to solve, but it's just as fun. Yeah. So I like both sides. Feel like you get to guide each of them equally? You know, again, Seems everyone's like sellers different. are a little bit, I would just guess as a rule, and I've never done the real estate side of this business, but I would guess that sellers got a little be a little bit harder to wrangle than the home buyer. Everybody has their own issues okay everybody thinks they know everything (laughs) and and it's just a people thing people you know they hear things they read things they you know we hear national news and we try to apply it locally where in truth everything is local sure okay situations that we have here don't really apply to kansas city sometimes sure but it's just fun helping people go through the process and opening their eyes and sometimes they open my eyes which is great too uh, and as long as you're open, that's to a both good sides. transaction. Yeah, it yeah. is. And um, I make great friends with you know the people that I represent. And it, it everything's different. Every situation's unique. Every time we do it, uh, you learn something and you apply it to the next one. Do you buy a new sh- a new set of shoes every time you close a transaction? <laughs> I've been accused of that. Uh, yeah, so tell you us here on the radio. Manicured, I would imagine. What's the truth the, of the matter is my wife behind the no. shoes photos. Okay, the the real story is um, when I started in the bit. My background is marketing. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, sales and marketing That's and helpful. sporting goods. I worked for Wilson Golf. Uh, I worked for a division of Brunswick selling the Mongoose brand of bicycles. And it was all about marketing and and ultimately sales. And when I got into this business, I noticed that a lot of realtors had their picture on their business card. And I started looking at those pictures and looking at the person. And it's a 15-year-old mugshot where it's like, oh, look at you, like younger and thinner there. Airbrushed. And that never worked for me. (laughs) Is that a glamour shot? Yeah, please don't make it that. And so I said, okay, what's the opposite? And so I put my feet up on my desk. I snapped a picture. I put it up there and said, relax, let us do the work. And it took off, and we've just parlayed it from there. I think the first shot was actually at the beach, uh, actually right in front of a house that a friend of mine had purchased at the beach, and he's now torn it down. He's building a new house there. Oh. It's going to be spectacular. That was Pismo. 
right? Yeah, Shell, Shell Beach. Shell Beach. Yeah, yeah right I remember there. that one. Yeah, and uh, it, it's just snowballed, and and people love it. They, I'm the anti realtor, if you will, or however you want to do it. It's just memorable. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another friend of mine who is very good at marketing too. She pointed out it's just be memorable, and so. I'm the feet guy. And I want to point out that my wife still has about three times as many pairs of shoes as I do. Oh. So <laughs> let's not go there. I, uh, whenever I try to take up that with my wife about the shoes thing. The ratio. I mean, because, well, and I'm starting to, I'm starting to take back the closet a little bit. I mean, I put Good my foot that. down. Yeah, no, I moved a, I moved a safe <laughs> into the closet. I'm like, all right, these ones are mine. And she still encroaches on them. But yeah, on the shoes thing, she, I said, look at all these shoes you have. And she's like, don't get me going. Look at your shoes, you know, because I got like, I got some hunting shoes. I got like my boots. Sure. I got work boots. I got hunting boots. I got, I got some bowling shoes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I got hiking shoes. I got, I got, I don't have five different pairs of the different color options of shoes. My shoes all have a real specific, uh, what they do. I mean, I got, I got shoes that have been, uh, and it's, in the life phase, I got shoes that get knocked down the rung until they become like the when it's time to mow the lawn shoes. You yeah, know? well, Jason, you know, I got some shoes. Everyone should I'm have. Prou- those. I'm proud of my shoes. Well, I still have one pair of shoes that I used to wear when I had to wear suits, and they just sit there Ooh. and they gather dust. But mine remind you of when your life was not as good. <laughs> oh, Melanie <laughs> listens to the show too, and I have a feeling that there's going to be. I'll show him. You know, by the time you get home. Maybe. On the front lawn. <laughs> we'll see about that. Mel's pretty cool chick. Yeah, she's. I well, think she's just probably laughing right now. Like, why are they still talking about this? <laughs> talking about shoes. Maybe so. <laughs> That's probably most accurate. You guys talked about shoes for a while. Yeah, you that, did. That'll be. That'll probably be it right there. Um, are we going to a break yet? We are. We are. Okay. Yeah, we're gonna do a commercial break. Gotta take some time out to thank the sponsors. When we get back one more with Bruce Freeberg. So stick around for more Mortgage Matters. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920. To ask a question, call 543-8830 or 800-549-5832. We'll be back in just a few minutes. Through seven presidential administrations, bull and bear markets, and unprecedented change, Blakesley and Blakesley has been here helping residents of the Central Coast reach their financial goals. So if you need retirement advice beyond Social Security, want to roll over an old 401k, or simply seek guidance through an important financial decision, visit Blakesley and Blakesley in San Luis Obispo, Paso Robles, and Santa Maria. Blakesley and Blakesley, for the service you deserve and the advice you trust. Member FINRA and SIPC. For those of us who live here on the Central Coast, we know this is a unique place to have a home. And for over 30 years, Patterson Realty has been a vital part of San Luis Obispo County. Patterson professionals have led the way in real estate by adapting to new market conditions to make sales happen. What they offer is the quality of their people, agents working just for you. Get the experts at Patterson Realty on your side. Experience the Patterson difference. Call 544-8662 or online at pattersonrealty.com. The state of denial is a drag and a trial. When I bought my cheap insurance, should have known this day would come. Now I've had an accident and I'm feeling quite alone. Called them at least 20 times, but they won't pick up the phone. Without personal service, my policy's kind of worthless. Get to a better state, State Farm. Switch to State Farm and you can save. To find out more in San Luis Obispo, call Agent Susan Rodriguez. 
This is Jason Grody with Central Coast Lending. I see you at our kids' Little League games, I bump into you at the grocery store, and it's always fun when we pass each other at Farmer's Market. I'm not a national bank or a faceless website. I'm a local lender, accountable, competitive, and ready to help. Call Central Coast Lending today. When you buy or refinance a home, just call 543 Central Coast Lending. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing opportunity real estate broker. California Bureau of Real Estate number 018-39608. NMLS number 328-358. You're tuned in to Mortgage Matters, which airs every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Your hosts, Dan and Jason from Central Coast Lending, want you to join the conversation by calling 800-549-5832. Now, back to the show. Tell me about it. Have you ever tried to figure them out? Huh, me too, but I ain't got no clue. How about you? Men are like shoes. Oh, that's what we were waiting for. Got it. Okay, cool. Did you do like a keyword search for the term I, shoes? I, I, I no, did. he's got Shania's greatest over there. Shania. <laughs> I will say this. Full Fellow Canadian, isn't it? Full, full disclosure. I'm not going to comment on that. Full disclosure, I have seen Shania in concert. Mm-hmm. She's pretty darn good. She is really She's good. She's pretty darn good. Yeah. And she's smoking hot. Was smoking hot. Is smoking hot. She's a, she's she's a, a cr- great crazy looking lady. Talented very talented. Yeah. Very talented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, we have Bruce Freeberg here uh, with us. In the studio today, he's our uh, resident expert today for all things real estate. We started the we started the segment today talking about um, people doing a remodel. I made the assertion that there's limited inventory in the market; that it's just kind of tight, and it's hard for people to have confidence to sell their home and buy a new one. So I'll I'll give you the floor here to counter that. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. Um, inventory is tight. We're seeing more deals done, um, not not without realtors so much as maybe not even hitting the multiple listing. Okay. Uh, because, you know, people are out there scouting for properties. They're hard to come by. And mm. then, as I said before, every situation is unique. Every transaction is unique. Everybody's wants and needs are different. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, you talk about doing an addition or a modification of your current home versus going out and trying to find that perfect step-up house. Right. Uh, I think a lot more contractors are getting a lot busier doing remodels oh, and sure. upgrades. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, we've all had we've all done that cost analysis. Ver- you know, adding onto my house, modifying the kitchen, modifying the living space, whatever, versus going out and trying to buy a house. And I heard you earlier talking about you know the property tax issue is a big issue. Uh, if you want to take on that additional gain versus just doing some type of uh, remodel. Improvement at the home. Sure. Yeah, and you know, some of these guys, like we've had Dan Ferreira on the show a couple times. He's He's got a um, a company where they – he's a construction management major from Cal Poly. And now his company is, is um, kind of on the – on the technology side of doing the the planning and design piece of of building on the house i mean mean, and they do construction obviously as well but can sit down and like draft you up these like 3d images of what it looks like and then do these really detailed budget in terms of 
you know what the cost will be and so it, it i think it's less about the guesswork anymore of like if you have trouble visioning it they'll help you see it and if you are nervous about what the budget is they'll be able to drive it down to a pretty fine detail in terms of the money um and i mean i'm working on one of these projects right now for myself and it's it's impressive the level of detail that you can get down to and then the other thing is you know and i think this is going to vary from market to market and property to property but what i found was um i could improve the equity position in my home by doing a remodel and i think um for two reasons one is i mean what what would you suggest is probably the average county price per square foot of a house if you just had to pick a number out of thin air right, i know it's go. hard yeah. to do yeah because it varies so much from city to city san luis obispo is going to be different than paso Robles. is sure. going to be different than arroyo grande uh, you know, San Luis Obispo, you're probably, for the smaller homes, you're over $500 a foot. For yeah. the bigger homes, you're in the 350 range. Yeah. Um, you know, you go to the North County and that whole paradigm changes again. Totally. In Atascadero, it's kind of like most of the, most of the sales price or appraisals we see for refis are on average $250 a square foot. And when it's a nice home, 270 and when it's like over the top looking you'll hit the 300 yeah mark. yeah and so but you look at that and see a lot of the these additions that you might do i mean cost per square foot of hiring somebody to do an addition to your property Nichols. 150 dollars a square foot 200 dollars a square foot for very nice so yeah, it's almost pictures it's almost like around the county and i said varying from property to property you don't want to be the over improvement in your neighborhood um you don't want to right. do something that is unlike anything else and then have trouble selling or comparing to other right. properties but right it, we're in a market right now where you can if you're dissatisfied with your property, you can do something to it to to bring it up to snuff and probably even at least recoup what you put into the project, if not grow your equity um, for having done so. I would agree 100%. I know it's not um, that's not great fodder for the real estate agent talk, um, but that's real. And, and we have a lot of clients, I mean, people that we helped buy houses in the last few years that are our clients hopefully for life and right now they're those are the f situations they're facing is it time to figure out how to kick that wall out and make this place a little bit better or is it time to call bruce up and get back in the house hunt well look again every situation is unique and sometimes the best choice is to stay right where you're at mm. and i've had that conversation with people when they call me and say hey we're thinking about selling we want to upgrade and then we sit down and we really talk about it and it may not be the best option for you at this time now that may change in a year or three years or five years but that's totally different than trying to jump in right now and upgrade to a bigger better house there's a whole lot of things that go into that and a whole lot of repercussions that can come out of it rather than sitting down and analytically looking at your situation. Sure. Mm -hmm. um, everybody's in a different stage of life. Their kids are different ages. Some kids may be getting ready to go off to college, so you could become an empty nester. Uh, Kids may be coming back from college and living with you yeah. for another year or two. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, those yeah. things happen to all of us. And so each situation is going to be different. Might be getting ready for that parent to move back into the, the granny flat out back. 
I just want to say, uh, listeners, we've got a, a seasoned, talented real estate agent here sitting with us on the air, Bruce Freeberg. So feel free to call in if you've got one of these questions. If you're on the fence, uh, 543-8830. Again, that's 543-8830. And ask us your question. We'd love to chat about it. I wanted to ask you also, whenever I get the chance to sit down with a with a busy real estate agent, the transactions lately, are you seeing um, investors, first time home buyers, cash transactions? What's a, is there any sort of normal? Cash is king. There, there is nothing normal again. Uh, we're seeing a lot more cash come into the marketplace as people pull out of the stock market mm-hmm. or sell mm-hmm. uh, you know, farms or something in the Central Valley and do a 1031 exchange into Correct. property here. We're seeing right. a lot of that. Even if they're not doing an entire t- uh, cash transaction, the down payments are getting significantly higher as mm-hmm. they move that cash into real estate. It's a firm, solid offer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it just makes it that much more uh, attractive to the seller when you see a large down payment. You know they're serious about it and they're not trying to nickel and dime you. Right, right. I'm Uh, always impressed by the people that have that kind of money and then go lay it all down when you can get like a 30-year fix for historic lows and they're like, I'm just going to sideline this 700 grand for however long. Um, Right. I, I... I kind of waffle on this a little bit, too, because in many ways, I'm very conservative. But at the same time, there's this argument to be made of um, if I gave you a million dollars today, would you bury it in the crawl space of your home? And for most people, they're like, are you nuts? And you say, well, okay, because here's the deal. Your house is going to go up or down in value independent of whether or not you have a loan. The the loan's presence doesn't affect the home's value, period. So that being said, uh, most of us are paying taxes, I think. So very few tax write-off opportunities, at least I feel like anyway. For me, I just I feel like I just get slammed in taxes and, and we're above board and honest about taxes. So there are very few opportunities for me to save anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I got like a... I mean, I paid, I don't know what it said, some dumb $10,000 or something last year in interest on my home loan. Yeah. So that was like this one one little, oh, sweet. I got to save, you know, a little bit of money in taxes because I had that. Um, So I'm always fascinated by these guys that walk in and just, it's like, if you're so smart that you've amassed a million dollars, how did you just turn around and lay that into a condo in (laughs) Shell Beach and didn't think a loan was a good idea? You know, but again, there's more to the proposition. These guys have probably made significantly more than that million dollars. And so... Their That's tax not plan, fair. Uh, it happens. Um, <laughs> guess what? Life's not fair. Right. No matter what Bernie says. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that'll be all I say on that. But <laughs> thank you. These guys have a strategy, and their strategy is different than ours. And so when they put that type of cash in, they've done the math, and they know why. And uh, you know, when you look at a thirty-year fixed loan under four percent, I—that's free money, basically. Uh, it doesn't get much better than that. With a little bit if of a write-off. If well, I can and, add. Oh, yeah, go ahead, go, Bruce. Go. I just want to say from a risk management standpoint, why not bring a bank in as a partner? If the market comes down 10%, you know, that's 
you, and you take a you take a two hundred thousand dollar loan on a million dollar property, that's your margin of error now on the marketplace. If you lose that value, you got to keep that two hundred thousand in your pocket, and the bank's now sharing an eight hundred thousand dollar property with you. You know, and I think a uh, a lot of the younger people obviously are using loans because it's their only way to get Correct. into the market. Yeah, these they need days. the financing. And uh, I think as as we mature, and I put myself in that category, we're less likely to want to take on a big loan. Well, we might do a small loan mm-hmm. to offset some of that risk, mm-hmm. but the reality is we still would rather have cash. Right. Okay. And we'd rather have something that we own free and clear rather than something we share. Yeah, with and that's the else. part where I said that I'm 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 quite conservative in many ways. And this is one of them where I waffle on this because um, I still think it's part of that American dream to pay a house off and own it and be able to to have that um, and, you know, we, we talk about this from time to time in terms of, like, financial planning, um, what people are doing to be able to retire and be financially secure. Uh, I think last generation, I don't want to count myself in this, but that last generation of folks took their eye off that ball and weren't exactly focused on paying off a house the old-fashioned way of just – putting down ducats every month until you did that for 360 months and your house no longer has a loan payment. Um, and now it seems pretty clear to me that, uh, and, and we see it in the numbers, by the way, when you look at the kinds of loans people are getting and when they refinance what they're doing, it's all about rate and term refinances where people are putting cash in to buy their loan down or get a lower interest rate, putting themselves on these. Different term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this path yeah. of being able to pay a loan off is very different than 10 years ago where people were doing cash out refi. Let me get that interest only loan where I'm going to take as much money out of this thing as I can. So I can go buy a boat. Yeah, because the lake house beckons. Yeah, and and see, California real estate, because our property values have always gone up and up and up and up, it's totally different, again, than somebody doing in Kansas City where they buy a house and they do stay there forever. Sure. And uh, maybe they upgrade once in their life. Mm -hmm. You know, the average person, I think uh, CAR or NAR did a study and said the average person buys four homes in their lifetime. Okay, so in California, I would bet that number is more like eight. I was going to say, I don't know where that is, but we've – in in mortgage world, we've been schooled up to say that people keep a loan for four years. And it's not always that you're getting rid of your loan because you're getting rid of your house. You could be refinancing or whatever, but um, that's how you got to think about the math in terms of whether or not you Life should do this loan. Life of loan, You yeah. probably aren't going to have that loan for 30 years. But it's again, pretty rare. Yeah, it's a different market here than it is yep. in well other put. parts of the country. That's, that's why, why I say real is estate is local, exactly. right? Hey, it's um, we're getting pushed up to the top of the hour here so we're going to have to take the mandatory break you mentioned the boat and i want to know is it time for us to start getting serious about buying these properties up at nasimeno mike was talking second home financing early so let's talk about that when we get back we have a whole good conversation about some opportunities it's a good time to buy when the lake's on the fill right stick around after this short break guys for more mortgage matters
Welcome back. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with hosts Dan and Jason from Central Coast Lending. If you want to join the conversation, call the show at 543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Now, here's Dan and Jason. It gets hotter than a hoochie-coochie We laid rubber on the Georgia asphalt We got a little crazy, but we never got caught Down by the river All on right. a Friday night It's, here it's, it's trying to show you I know more than rock music Talking about cars and dreams That's a beautiful thing I love Alan Jackson We, we have a lot better... Uh, we just have a lot better time, I think, as mankind. If everybody had to listen to some country music, that's just a, make, just that's make a you personal a, opinion. Oh, come on now! You were saying earlier you like Shania. I, I do like country. I think I'm more just young makes country you than old country. Happy I, for what you have. Love your wife. <laughs> love your country. Love your, love dog. your dog. You know. Right. Correct. I agree. It's good stuff. What, what seems to me, I think countries, I mean, not just on the rise, but recently been on the rise. It's like replaced rock music, right? I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Country music is crazy now. I yeah. like both kinds of music, country and yeah. Western. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, country and Western. Right. All right, so before the break. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Hang on. It appears as though there's a phone call coming in. Yeah, we've in. been soliciting calls. Why don't we take one? We got one. Let's do that. Okay. All right. Yeah, let's go to the lines. We got Bill calling from Morro Bay. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you. Uh, you finally hooked somebody, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Hey, the question that I have for the real estate fellow there, uh, I bought a house in Morro Bay in 2002 uh, on the beach, and uh, we put a substantial wow. amount of money into the house, and I was wondering if if the property uh, values from 2002, if if they're back to where they were or not. You know, mostly in most parts of the county, we're back to 2005, 2006, and even 2007 values, mm-hmm. so I would definitely say you've made money. I second that. I was um, I I saw recently too. There's been a couple sales in Morro Bay that are commanding some price per square foot, and I would be shocked if you weren't recovered. It would make me think that you must have um, really have missed the mark on your purchase in 2002 if you're not back there already. Well, yeah. Well, the, uh, the uh, we paid. Uh we bought a, a house that uh, grand total of 3,500 square feet, including the garage, wow. uh, and okay. uh, we paid about, um, I don't know how much we paid per square foot for it, but it's directly on the beach. Uh, probably about, trying to figure that out, we'll take $2,050,000 for the house, and then we put about 350 into it, so is that about two four into the house? Um, it's uh, you know I, I just uh, was curious if it's uh, if it's priced uh, uh, would be substantially more than that, so that would pay for a real estate 
submission and all the rest of it. Well, Bill, here's here's the thing. Uh, you know, Mike just did some quick calculations. You're at about six hundred eighty-five dollars a foot, uh, plus or minus. Uh, coastal property. The old saying about it is they're not making any more of it. I've seen coastal properties going for a thousand, eleven hundred dollars a square foot. Uh, you know, but again, it depends. Uh, if you'd like, I'd be happy to come out and take a look at your house and show you some comps uh, around your property in the Morro Bay area, even Cayucas, uh, that would give you a, a better understanding of exactly where you are in value. Um, that's free of charge and no obligation, too, by the way. But, you know, it, it, your house is unique, clearly. It's on the coast. It's fully custom, obviously, for that type of price. Uh, it really does need to be compared to other custom homes because it's not a cookie-cutter home, and it really needs to have a visit to really give you a value. Okay. Hey, Bill, well, I'm, I'm curious. Oh, I just wanted to ask you, I'm curious, are you just kind of wondering if, you, if you're if you made whole on this again, or have you been holding all of this time sort of anticipating your opportunity to get out without losing money on the on the investment? No, I, you know, actually, I was just uh, I, twofold. Um, number one, my wife and I are obviously 14 years older than we were. Sure. Uh, we have Can't multiple that, homes. Bill. And... Uh, <laughs> You know, so, uh, you know, we were we were curious about uh, what it would be worth if we did sell it. And at the same time, if, in fact, we're at the point now that uh, we can feel better about the fact that the property tax is considerably higher now than it was. Sure. Uh, right. And uh, so, uh, you know, that's kind of a, a twofold situation. Well... Let's do this, Bill. Let's let you off the line here. I want to just, I want to shamelessly just toss you Bruce's phone number and suggest that you guys hook up. His number is 748-0161. And we'll let you off the air. And what I want to do, Bruce, is I want to talk to you about, um, as a consumer, the property owner or a consumer, there isn't a lot of great resources out there, especially for me to try to figure out what my value is on my home. Right. And if I go and I start looking up something like unique custom home in Morro Bay on the water, mm. Zillow is as absolutely no value whatsoever. <laughs> Correct. So this, when people call me and they say, what kind of appraisal tool do you have? You must have access to something on the inside that we as consumers just can't see. And I say, uh, we all have access to the same thing. Call your favorite real estate agent that knows how to put together a CMA and have them show you, walk you through how this gives us the confidence in what your properties were. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the CMA? Well, the comparative market analysis, uh, short for you know CMA, is a big tool that we use. And what we'll try to do is the same thing that an appraiser will do. And he'll look at comparable homes in a given circumference around the house. For instance, with Bill and his house in Morro Bay, I'm not going to comp a house that's down in Carpinteria or up in Monterey or anything like that. It'll be in the Morro Bay Cayucas area. We'll look at dollar per square foot. We'll look at number of bedrooms. We'll look at upgrades and other amenities. And on the coast, one of the big amenities, obviously, is the view that you're paying for and mm -hmm. hopefully some privacy and other things like that. And we'll give you a range of 
pricing that we think the house would sell for. The other thing that we do at Patterson is we have a group of people that I can bring in, other realtors that specialize in these type of properties, and I can take them through a house and they'll give me the perspective of a buyer. Uh, and what they think a buyer would actually pay for that. And that's something else that we put into the mix uh, to give you a good valuation of your home because it's been proven, too, that if your house gets an offer in the first three weeks that it's on the market, it'll generally sell for more than if it actually sits there waiting for that one magical buyer to come in and overpay for it down the road. So pricing a property when you put it on the market is critical. Get the pricing right, and it'll end up selling net-net for more money than if it sits there waiting on the market. Yeah, then you're not trying to figure out how to chase it down as you're, now you're a stale listing. I mean, I I go, I should say um, every day for sure, I go onto the new listings report and um, I mean, you guys have these through your sites now where um, new listings, they, they pop on on the day and it shows like the last week and there are they're alphabetical. So I scroll through. Of course, I'm interested in the ones that are in a Tascadero near me, but looking all around. Um, great way to kind of track what's out there and get an idea of bedroom price and square foot price and you, you can start to see the outliers right away when you just watch this you go what this guy thinks an 1800 square foot house is worth 600 grand and ask her we're at to see what's that about yeah and sometimes it's because it's on five acres or it's got you know some other attribute to it that you're really paying for um but yeah you could also see i'll see these houses come on and go that thing's nothing special. It's 600 grand. It's on a half acre. That's going to sit. And then you watch it sit. And then you watch it sit. And then they just start reducing the price. And you go, oh, you just got poor guidance out of the gate, you poor guy. And then it's that, that house that's been sitting there forever. Well, and that just tells you the first thing when a, a potential buyer sees that, the first thing they ask is, okay, what's wrong with that sure. house? Sure. That's right. I don't want to be the one to make the mistake everyone else (laughs) passed on. Well, and the other thing we have an opportunity to look at is the sales history of that house. How many times it's been listed? How many different people have tried to list it? And at what prices has it gone through the market at? Then you can kind of see if the seller's just unreasonable. Yeah, but it it allows (laughs) you to have an informed conversation with them and and to really come up with a strategy for marketing the property. Because everything we do to market a property is just to get potential buyers inside. Okay, we do custom photography, you know, professional custom photography on it. Sometimes we'll use aerial photography. We'll lay out every attribute of the home, whether the kitchen's been redone, the bathrooms, hardwood floors, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of that is just to get potential buyers in the house where yeah. they're going to walk in and they're going to make their own value judgment if mm-hmm. if this house is worth Could what I, I think they're going to have to pay for. Yeah. yeah. So and those so. who maybe just dialed in, we're here with Bruce Freeberg from Patterson Realty. Um, Bruce, one last thing really quick. Um, when you list a property and you start receiving offers, maybe let's stay on um, Bill's house from Morro Bay, a house of that caliber. What do you look at when you see the loan that's being offered or the cash down and loan combination? Well, yeah, first of all, we look at that ratio. Yeah. Okay. If somebody's trying to just slide in with a 5% loan or something crazy like that, we're saying, all right, 
is this legit? Is he just kind of bottom feeding? If somebody comes in with a full-on 20%, and, and especially if we recognize the lender and we've done business with the lender or something like that. Via the pre-approval letter. Yeah, right. it, it gives us a little warm, fuzzy, comfort feeling that these guys are actually going to be able to execute. Okay. Uh, you know, after that, we look at the terms, okay? The, how long is escrow going to be? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we look at the inspection period. We want to make sure that, uh, you know, we have all the disclosures lined up so that everything can, you know, function in the right order and at the right time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously, we'd love to, we like doing 30-day escrows, and those are doable, right, mm-hmm. Jason? Yes, sir. We know that. I'm in two of them now. Yeah, you guys know that. But there's a big scare out there that we couldn't do 30-day escrows anymore. But those carry weight. Because, you yes, know, sir. my sellers are wondering, okay, how many more house payments am I going to have? That's right. Or That's if you're going to get strung along yeah. and it's going to pop on the goal line, am I? are you going to string me for 30 days? Are you going to string me for 45 days? Or are you going to ruin my day on the 60th day? Oh, well, but that's where we stay on them to make sure <laughs> right. that they release contingencies on time. Yep. They're doing their due diligence yep. I was on time. telling a new agent the other day, it's funny that you bring up this escrow period. I was telling a new agent that... Um, the 30-day escrow, it means that you kind of got to have your head on a swivel from day one. That's right. And be just, okay, all hands on deck. We got to walk these things out. And yep. any challenge that arises needs to be addressed and dealt with immediately. That's right. Keep everybody at the table. Yeah. And that's why, you know, I have a great transaction coordinator that builds a timeline from the day one. As soon as we give her the contract, you know, she builds a timeline and says, okay, on this day, we have this done. On this day, the disclosures are due. On this day, you know, we so the. It. So what needs to happen in an escrow is the same regardless of time length. But the minute you guys do a 45-day escrow or a 60-day escrow, and sometimes there's reasons that the seller or buyer need a period that long, but you do a 60-day escrow, and now now we begin with a different mentality. The sense of urgency is gone. Well, sure. Now it's like, (laughs) oh, that's a challenge. Um, You know what? I got this fire drill over here i'm working on and so when that's taken care of i'll 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 work on that on tuesday morning i have time on tuesday morning i'll block that out and work on bruce's deal on tuesday morning um it just creates this air of you know it's we have time on this one right so i i actually do my best work uh just held to the fire i need to be under the gun at all times just like the reason i wrote my yeah yeah totally but i wrote my papers in college um i mean how many all-nighters did you pull i was the all-night king oh yeah because i wasn't the dude that was getting it done oh that paper's due in six weeks i'm halfway done no you're gonna gonna catch me like two (laughs) days before going all right what do you know about quantum physics (laughs) what's the strongest coffee you can buy you just recognized human nature right there i think i think we are wired up that way yeah so yeah i as i was counseling this this young real estate agent said you know what do the short escrows um if you're working with a lender that you know um is going to do everything they can to perform, but do those short escrows and it'll actually, in the end, I think it leads to less heartache. It keeps everybody focused, attentive, alert, and responsive versus something longer where there's a little bit more time. Um, We had a transaction actually come up this week though where uh, our buyer is selling a house and buying a new house. And so we're we're representing him in a buyer capacity was why we call him that. But um, 
he has only owned his current residence for just a touch under two years and there's capital gains in the mm -hmm. property. And so he's concerned mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. if he doesn't go the two-year mark, he's going to get nailed some taxes. So he's wanting to write an offer. doesn't want to do it contingent, but wants an escrow term long enough that lets him sell after the the you know the two-year mark on his home has passed. Yeah. And so can you write a letter for me? This is what he says. Can you write a letter for me? stating some reason why you need 60 days to do an escrow. I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> because all of the real estate agents in this town are going to see that and say, look at this, Central Coast Lending says they need 60 days to do an escrow, um, and we we don't. Um, I And we can move on from this topic pretty quick here, but we have a, a piece up on our website about the 21 day close mm -hmm. and this is a real thing where we want a buyer to come in apply get fully pre-approved in underwriting all of the Bar. the borrower ability to repay credit character aspect of the loan handled dealt with addressed and put to bed leaving only then the property so you now find a property, it's time to get a purchase contract, a title report, and an appraisal. When all of those things are done, which typically take about a week's time, um, then it's a full-blown deal ready to rock. And mm -hmm. so we've introduced this. Um, we try to market it uh, mainly to real estate agents because it really only appeals to buyers that are using loans. Mm -hmm. But the idea is... We want that buyer to be able to compete with that cash offer, to mm -hmm. be able to say, I am approved, mm -hmm. not just pre-qualified or pre-approved, but I'm approved. Um, and all I really need now is just a 14 day, you know, period to do due diligence, get an appraisal, figure this thing out. The, the rest of this is ironed out. So we can do that. Um, and I actually have had some of those that have gone through that way where we've been able to do the 21 day deal. Um, and even still, just as another feather in the cap, it was talked about this week, but we had an FHA buyer that came through, um, that, found the perfect house it had fallen out of escrow had to have it the seller was just out of patience and said you can have this house if you can buy it in 21 days this was not a pre-approved buyer this was like a dude walked into the office and we banged out an fha loan from start to finish in 21 days wow that's and almost so inconceivable that's crazy you can do it and i'll tell you how it can be done is that sense of urgency the all hands on deck screamer so um <laughs> uh, that's a that's a pretty cool thing. I mentioned earlier, Bruce, about um, the way that I look at listings every day. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to just toss that out for everybody. If you're listening and wondering how, if you go to brucefreeberg.com, um, and it's Berg, B-E-R-G, not the U. Every now and again, I'm typing it up, and I throw a U in there, and I'm like, is it U or E? It's you're not, E. You're not alone, but just think of three E's, not all in a row. There you go. Bruce Freeberg with an E. And when you're at BruceFreeberg.com, the, the three things across the bottom that you'll see is a home search where you can get in there and do custom home searches, set these things up to where you can search out exactly what you're looking for within the, within the county here. Or what I like is that new listings report. And uh, I click the new listings report, check this thing out. And like I said, I do it every day because sure. 
I don't know. It, there must be some kind of lag, but this is updated throughout the day. Uh, this one's up upgraded every hour. So I can click it in the morning. So I, I get in, I check my email. Oh, what's new in town? And I click the new listings and I go, hey, cool. So, you know, three new listings. And so I look at them and then um, after lunch, I get back from lunch and go, well, somebody like just got their stuff into the MLS. So I better log back in and see what's there. And I look and see the new listings. And, you know, I mean, it, part of it's just curiosity for me. I like to see what's, what's being posted on there. Uh, but then you can scroll through the photos and check out the map. Just kind of be at least, um, kind of paying attention to what what's new in the market and where you're at and um, great way to be familiar with what's going on in your real estate market well that's the beauty of it now i mean look everything is online uh you're seeing what a realtor sees when we log on to the multiple listing service and so it hits that website you see it we see it our buyers our sellers all see it and that's not the mystery, really, of being a realtor these days, because that information is there. Sure. Uh, it's more the art of the deal of what we do now, and it's putting together buyers and sellers and everything else. And there's, yeah, that's the front end, but it's the back end stuff. There's a reason our files are two and a half, three inches thick if you print out every piece of paper involved here, because it's a, it can be a legal nightmare. Um, and that is probably the biggest reason to use a realtor to protect yourself that way agreed the information is there the art of the deal is what we bring the back side the back end side is what we bring and you know making the difficult easy is right. what i try to do for my clients uh, but the information's there and it's great information and everybody should check it out one of the things I want to say when we started the show, Bruce, um, right before you got here, we talked about inventory shortage. I think a true benefit to new buyers, um, whether they're buying their first house or their third house, coming to work with you is that you have a population of real estate agents in your office, something to the tune of 43, I think it's over 50, 50 now. Yeah. So Bruce can represent you as a new buyer and say, hey, does anyone have something that they're maybe coming out, you know, before it lists. Yeah. These I got this great new couple, they're looking to have a child and I'd love a neighborhood like X, Y, and Z. And, I, I and just you call, guys can transact before yeah. MLS. Yeah, a lot of times we not not a lot of times, but sometimes we can. You know, I call it just give me the five minute head start. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, a yeah. lot of times that makes the difference in putting the deal together. Give me uh, two steps, mister. There you go. Uh Leonard Skinner. <laughs> I like that. Uh you know, it, it's a collaboration that we do at Patterson. I know Wes Burke has talked about that. It's a big deal with what we do. It's but a we big do deal. talk. We do talk. Yeah. And uh, it, it's a great environment to get a deal. When with. I have clients at my desk that are asking, you know, well, who would you refer me to as a realtor? Um, those are things to consider. Correct. Is, you know, I, I think, and I, I guess at expense of you know maybe even upsetting somebody, but if you if you just want to go off of the signs you see the most of in a front yard, um, sometimes some of those guys are just really 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 busy, and they got big teams, sure, and they're doing such volume that um, I think there's chance that you could get lost maybe in that if it's too big, and then likewise if it's too small. Mm -hmm. And you're constantly like, I call my real estate agent and I say, 
oh, can you show me this house on Manzanita? And they go, there's a house on Manzanita? Exactly. <laughs> um, sorry. You know, and then, the, and then in the background, you hear cleanup on aisle five. And they're like, shoot, can I call you back? Uh, okay. Right. That's, that's obviously the, the other and, and wrong end of the spectrum. You, you don't want to work with the person that's inexperienced. Mm-hmm. So the trick is to find somebody in the middle that has enough volume under their belt that they've seen a lot, done a lot, know how to communicate, navigate, solve those problems. They're not so busy you're going to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. Um, and so then the other part of that is their network. I think the firm that you work in says a lot about that. Um, there's some firms in town still that are like one or two people. And so when you go to work with that company that's one or two people, you're really lacking a lot of that network. Um, you mentioned before that you guys see less transactions that get on to the multiple listing service that, yeah, they're using real estate agents, but it's not getting like blown out to the big public before it's already transacting. Um, that's an interesting thing. As a seller, I feel like I probably want the broad exposure of give as many people a crack at it as possible, but that's in the, I want as much possible money as I can get out of it. And I know that's not always the biggest motivation. Well, but it, it is important. I mean, because until your property gets the listing to everybody, you're not going to know the true value of it. Sure. Right. If a private transaction value, yeah. is done, and that's why a for sale by owner is, is really shooting yeah. yourself in the foot. You think you're saving that 5% commission, all that, but I guarantee you, and, it's, and it was proven to me on my very first house that I sold, I tried to sell it myself. This is like way back in the 90s. And uh, I tried to sell it myself, couldn't do it, got a realtor in. He got $25,000 more on a $100,000 house. Exactly. And showed me the value. I, and it's really by you know broadening the reach. I bought my house as for sale by owner. And um, man... If I was a guy of just a a little less scruples here, I mean there and there is a couple legitimate beefs I had, but there's there's a variety of ways I could sue these people. Yep. And I won't. I, I'm not that kind of guy. I, I knew when I entered into the transaction that they were outhanded in a big way. And so I tried my best to to you know be fair with them within those lines but boy did they make so many mistakes i mean if we were if we wanted to have a business where we could get filthy rich we would just go (laughs) around and buy fizbos and then sue for half our money back and flip properties that way worth way more than a remodel you'd be retired in a year the for sale by owner market is one that i just i cannot believe people continue to do it Just my two cents. Um, I got a little bit off track, though, and Mike brought it up, too. Patterson Realty, you guys have a pretty epic network. Um, The company is, by volume, competing with the best. With the big franchises. Yeah. And and we actually do it because we're involved with an outfit. And it's not an outfit. It's a a big deal called Leading Real Estate Companies of the World. And it's a, a system, a network of independent... Uh, companies that really gives us the reach and uh, uh, of any of the franchises. It it allows us to market our properties to luxury markets all over the world, and it legitimizes everything we do as a franchise as a non franchise independent office. Good, yeah. Without the additional costs that are associated with that, that ultimately get passed on to the consumer. Yeah. 
All right, we're getting, we're getting to the point of the show here where we're going to parole you for the rest of your weekend. As a realtor, I'm sure you're probably going out to work, right? Must have some photos to take. But um, <laughs> of his feet. <laughs> of how, how, feet. About, how about property to show? There you go. Um, but I, but really, I want to thank you for coming in today, Bruce. Yes. Um, thank you, Bruce. We really appreciate it. It we we probably are capable of talking and filling the airwaves for the entire uh, period. But it is always nice to have a great guest in. And um, I want to let you guys all know too. Um, Bruce is a is a stand up guy. And um, I, I, I really do. I, I've known you long enough and done enough transactions with you and have friends that have transacted with you. I've transacted with you and your family. Um, been a good, a great relationship, I'd like to think, for both of us. But um, I can very honestly say that if you need real estate help, um, Bruce is a, a great guy. Let him throw his hat in the ring for you. And um, I, I mentioned this already, I guess, both pieces, but go to brucefreeberg.com with the three E's not in a row. Great tip. You you got all the secrets, man. And then... Uh, it is his name. Throw your <laughs> throw your phone number out there <laughs> out again, my Bruce. Whole life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't have your phone number in front of me right now. Uh, 748-0161. Call me anytime. And I'd venture to say um, probably not all people like you. No, um, not all people like me, especially, um, you know, some people don't like the the rough edges and the honesty to a fault or the whatever uh, you touch into a little bit of that. I, um, I, I will have fun at what I do. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to make this a it's a business transaction. I get that. I've been in business a long time, different businesses, but it's all serious when we're dealing with your money. Yeah. But. We're also going to have a laugh about where it. we can. Let's yeah. get lighthearted. Yes, I like that too. And I'll show you my shoes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right, deal. Bruce. Thanks again for coming in today. We really appreciate it. We're going to go ahead and take a commercial break. I thought a minute ago that I heard something where I'm pretty sure what music's happening when we come back. I think so too. So uh, so stick around, guys. Uh, We'll be back in a few minutes with more Mortgage Matters. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked to Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920. To ask a question, call 543-8830 or 800-549-5832. We'll be back in just a few minutes. For those of us who live here on the Central Coast, we know this is a unique place to have a home. And for over 30 years, Patterson Realty has been a vital part of San Luis Obispo County. Patterson professionals have led the way in real estate by adapting to new market conditions to make sales happen. What they offer is the quality of their people, agents working just for you. Get the experts at Patterson Realty on your side. Experience the Patterson difference. Call 544-8662 or online at pattersonrealty.com. This is Jason Grody with Central Coast Lending, host of Mortgage Matters on KVEC. As mortgage experts, we can help you refinance your home or investment property. We can lower your rate, shorten your term, or get rid of your mortgage insurance. Don't miss the opportunity to improve your financial situation. Call Central Coast Lending today. Central Coast Lending is an equal housing opportunity real estate broker. California Bureau of Real Estate number 018-39608. NMLS number 328-358. 
Through seven presidential administrations, bull and bear markets, and unprecedented change, Blakesley & Blakesley has been here helping residents of the Central Coast reach their financial goals. So if you need retirement advice beyond Social Security, want to roll over an old 401k, or simply seek guidance through an important financial decision, visit Blakesley & Blakesley in San Luis Obispo, Paso Robles, and Santa Maria. Blakesley & Blakesley, for the service you deserve and the advice you trust. Member FINRA and SIPC. What a state of generosity. Look what my agent got for me. Just by switching to State Farm. A few hundred unexpected bucks. I couldn't ask for more. But now I've got to figure out what I should use it for. A new bike would be radical, but maybe something practical like a pet baboon with one robotic arm. Get to a better state, State Farm. Switch to State Farm and you could save. To find out more in San Luis Obispo, call Agent Susan Rodriguez. You're tuned in to Mortgage Matters, which airs every Saturday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Your hosts, Dan and Jason from Central Coast Lending, want you to join the conversation by calling 800-549-5832. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, listeners. You're here with Jason Grody and Mike Points of Mortgage Matters. We just said farewell to Bruce Feeberg, our real estate agent from Patterson Realty. What a swell guy to have on the I'm going to do my best to remember him being on the show today. When, sure when, he appreciates that. <laughs> when yeah. Bruce walked in this morning, I was like, is this your first time, Bruce? And he goes, third time. Ah, I've done this with you before. Yeah. Oh. Why? Must not have been memorable. Right. <laughs> he probably didn't get a word in edgewise is what it is. Right, right. Oh, uh, come on. We're here for the last lap of Mortgage Matters. And uh, I think what we would probably say is that not only has this been a good show, but we've touched on a lot of different topics. I would like to say that, you know, the renovation loan is something for everyone to think about. We touched on the fact that, you know, no matter what you do, in local real estate, you got to consider, you know, what your options are. And considering local real estate, we talked about it a bunch at the realtor. Let's talk about, shall I say, non-local real estate. What if you just got back from skiing the slopes and thought to yourself, you know, we should have a cabin or, you know, what would it cost to get a lake house? Before? That little hideaway in the woods. Yeah. I mean, we work hard. We should play hard. And, you know, it's going to be lake season soon instead of paying someone $3,500 for a week to rent out a lake house. What if we owned it ourselves? What would that look like? And I just want to know from you, Jay, you know, you've done this a lot longer than I have. How often do people get loans on second homes? I mean, it's a common thing. Yes. Yeah. Quite a bit. And you know, I'll tell you, I, I kind of, I grew up in like a second home town, right? Right. Big, that's big bear. I mean, this during the week, the at least when I was a kid, the population of town is like fourteen thousand people, and then on the weekend in the winter, it would swell to, you know, sometimes as many as a hundred thousand people. Wow! At any one point, um, uh, close to seventy percent of the housing stock in Big Bear is vacant. 
because yeah. it's like second home, vacation rental, um, those uses where there isn't just an occupant in there all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there, it's really common for people come up. A lot of the real estate that transacts there, as you could imagine, probably about two thirds is second home. Here in San Luis, we don't see an awful lot of second homes. We're not exactly a vacation destination. You know, people come here. If they come here for vacation, it's not like in San Luis, you know, you, you have a lot of second homes or vacation rental type of things. But obviously out in Morro Bay, right? Where people could have, they, maybe if they live over in the valley, then they work, they work over there, and they like to come over here on the weekends. Order. So we have some well, second homes. price don't. point's pretty high. Yeah. Price point's pretty high. So that being said, um, we don't see too much of it here. But if you were a loan officer you know, in Shasta, you'd be seeing quite a bit more of that, or in Mammoth. Um, and so second home financing, um, it's, it's real. Uh, it exists, and we do it all the time. One of the things you should know is uh, most people think, oh, I probably have to have half down or at least 80-20. Um, you can go up to 90% loan-to-value. Yep. You can Which also- translate that into the layman is you could buy a house with 10% down. So if you, you. Yeah. went up to <laughs> – Get a little close to that microphone yeah, there, but um, <laughs> but if you back. let's say you went up to the lake or you went up to the mountains, um, you went to the river, whatever you were doing, you found that you really liked it, and you're you're like, you know, I'd, I'd like to have a, a a second home in this town. You need ten percent down. So if that's a two hundred thousand dollar house, you're going to need to put twenty thousand dollars down, Correct. and. Um, it makes it very attainable. A lot of people don't realize that, or they think that they need a lot more down payment than they do. Um, and so, and yeah. If I, it, if I may add, perfectly normal for you and your brother to go on the loan together, yeah. put it on title together. You can, you can buy a second home with, with somebody else. Now, this is a pretty good opportunity for us to discuss the difference between a second home and an investment property. I do agree. Um, because people mix this up quite a bit. And I got to tell you, a second home is, by definition, a property that's available to you 100% of the time for your own personal use and enjoyment. That's not to say Perfect that note. you couldn't yeah. let a friend or a family member or somebody else use it from time to time. It's, there's nothing that prohibits that, but if it's your goal to... Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to use it as my second home for these six weeks a year. (laughs) And then for the other, I'm going to put it on a vacation rental by owner website where I hope that I can get 300 bucks a night because my condo is real close to North Star. Um, That is not a second home. When there's an income producing use uh, on the property, that's then that's an investment property or what we'll call non-owner occupied. Those are, Mm -hmm. those terms are synonymous and you can finance that too, but that property requires a little bit more down payment because it's investment in nature. You're not going to be occupying it. If you're going to be making some money off of it or using the rents to sort of help pay for it, that's a little bit more risky situation than the second home, right? Because by definition, when I own a second home or a vacation residence, I'm not allowed to rent that out. 
So I'm going to fully qualify for those payments on top of on top of my my primary. my primary, and so I know I can take care of it. I I qualify for the whole thing. It's less risk. That's why they let you do less down. So really big difference there. And by the way, it's really important to be honest about the occupancy of a property. Um, this comes up. I don't know. I'd probably say once every two weeks or once every three weeks in the office where a client calls and they're wanting to sort of, oh, just a little misrepresentation of how it's really going to be used mm -hmm. um, because they want the better price or they want the lower down payment. They want the higher loan amount. Um, That's correct. And this is something where uh, I I always am going to run the same song and dance on people when you start this. And let me just tell you, um, number one, it's fraud. Uh, don't get wrapped up in fraud. Fraud is a problem. You can actually be punished with fines in prison for committing mortgage fraud. Nobody uh, has time for that. Nobody's got time for that. Uh, and let's just suggest that you don't, that you it doesn't turn out to be something a crime punishable by law, but you say, Oh, I want to get a second home up at the lake. And so I make you a second home loan. And it turns out that you use it as an investment property immediately. It was always your intention. One of the problems here is that the lender can call your loan due that you're on a second home loan. You sign what we call a rider to the deed of trust. And mm -hmm. it's an owner occupancy, uh, affidavit, um, the second home writer that says, I am going to use this property myself. Exclusively. Exclusively. It's not yeah. an investment property. Yeah. And then you go turn around and you rent it out. The lender can come back and say, by way of this second home writer, you're in breach here of our contract and now you need to pay this loan off. I've seen it happen. Um, people say, so then next up's going to be the objection. Well, how would you know? Yep. How would you Are know? Are they going to come knock on my door? Well, like, I'll tell you how they know. Yeah. Yes, they may knock on your they door. Could. If it's something that's suspect it's to begin with, they may knock on your door. Um, when you when you go um, and turn on utilities in your name, uh, the globe is pretty small these days due to technology. That's right. Software will tell us um, what your mailing address is. Also will tell us whether somebody else claims the mailing address for the property you have. Like a property manager. Um, these search engines can scour Craigslist and the rental sites to yeah. figure out if that address is being advertised for um, rent somewhere. Uh, Many times a lender will call or try to contact. Yeah. So it's just, it's one of these things where it's easy to tell if you're misrepresenting it and it's just not worth it. So that being said, there's a difference between a second home and an investment property. Yeah. Um, and we do both and want to help you with both. Mm -hmm. um, and second home loans are pretty awesome. If you really are interested in buying a vacation property, it's a, it's an easy and, um, is it the same interest rate terms. as like a primary? Job? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. They are. Um, so yeah, as little as 10% down, which means that you would have mortgage insurance if you opted that route, but there's no price difference. Um, for a single family residence that's going to be used as a second home versus your primary residence. So, so you can get a pretty sweet deal. Yeah. I mean, 10% down on a $250,000 home is 
what is that? That's going to come out to be 225000 loan. And on that, you'll spend $1,300 a month with property tax, mortgage insurance, principal and interest, $1,300 a month. It's a pretty sweet deal. You can be near the lake. Just think of how great that'd be for the family. Yep. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, hey, so it's time to do the final commercial break of the show. Are we good on that? We should probably We are on. awesome on that. We're not only good on that, we're just awesome on that. That's what I like to hear. Um, I in uh, Yeah, I don't even know if I said anything to inspire you into some great comeback music, but I'm know, sure you got it. We'll fix something. We'll, we'll ACDC coming up. Stick around <laughs> for more Mortgage Matters. To ask a question or make a comment, call 543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Mortgage Matters on KVEC News Talk 920. We'll be back after these messages from our sponsors. We're the mortgage experts on the Central Coast. Central Coast Lending. Central Coast Lending. When you buy or refinance a home, just call 543-LOAN. Just call 543-LOAN. Just call 543-LOAN. Central Coast, Central Coast Lending. Central Coast Lending is locally owned and operated with locations in Paso, Morro Bay, San Luis Obispo, and Arroyo Grande. Central Coast Lending, the mortgage experts. Through seven presidential administrations, bull and bear markets, and unprecedented change, Blakesley and Blakesley has been here helping residents of the Central Coast reach their financial goals. So if you need retirement advice beyond Social Security, want to roll over an old 401k, or simply seek guidance through an important financial decision, visit Blakesley and Blakesley in San Luis Obispo, Paso Robles, and Santa Maria. Blakesley and Blakesley for the service you deserve and the advice you trust. Member FINRA and SIPC. The state of denial is a drag and a trial. When I bought my cheap insurance, should have known this day would come. Now I've had an accident and I'm feeling quite alone. Called them at least 20 times, but they won't pick up the phone. Without personal service, my policy's kind of worthless. Get to a better state, State Farm. Switch to State Farm and you can save. To find out more in San Luis Obispo, call Agent Susan Rodriguez. For those of us who live here on the Central Coast, we know this is a unique place to have a home. And for over 30 years, Patterson Realty has been a vital part of San Luis Obispo County. Patterson professionals have led the way in real estate by adapting to new market conditions to make sales happen. What they offer is the quality of their people, agents working just for you. Get the experts at Patterson Realty on your side. Experience the Patterson difference. Call 544-8662 or online at pattersonrealty.com. Welcome back. You're listening to Mortgage Matters with hosts Dan and Jason from Central Coast Lending. If you want to join the conversation, call the show at 543-8830 or 800-549-5832. Now, here's Dan and Jason. Inflatable pool full of dad's hot air. Well, I was three years old, splashing everywhere, and so began my love affair with water. <laughs> not ACDC. All I mean, how could you not feel good about an intro like that? That was probably a number one hit for Brad a couple Bis- weeks. Yeah, Brad Paisley. Yeah. I love it, too, because we were talking about, you know, Somewhat about uh, water. A sure. Bit. Oh, yeah. No, Jim, you're always relevant, Jim. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> 
We're back for our last <laughs> little segment here at Mortgage Matters. And, you know, if we talk about second homes to you, it, it doesn't mean that Jason and I don't get excited about it. Here we are at the break devising a plan on how we're going to buy our second home. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but it, it's really been a good show uh, today. Just the topics we hit on. I, I think, you know, for our listeners, we appreciate you s- sticking around all two hours or if you come in midstream. Um, just want to let you know we had Bruce Freeberg on the show today from Patterson Realty. Um, Jason and I are, as we wrap up here, going to just highlight what Dan Podesto and I will, will talk about next week. I'm getting a Saturday off. Jason's going to go down by the water. He'll probably come back with a second home, <laughs> knowing him. I'm going to come back with a tan. Um, and that could happen. Uh, Dan Podesto and I will, will have uh, Stephen Hicks on the air um stephen hicks recent recently retired uh building supervisor from san luis obispo also a, a uh talented and longtime accredited architect we'll talk about some building planning we'll discuss new construction products if you want to build a house out in the county uh limits uh, on land or maybe an infill project where you buy some land near other existing houses and build stephen will be steve will be talking to us about that what the planning is like what you got to go through how to prep for it and dan and i will discuss how we can finance it for you you might not even have to have money down if you own the land and you want to do construction on it so uh, next week that'll be from 9 to 11 on mortgage matters and then the other thing i wanted to say before i uh since i've got the microphone i'll just just keep talking um the the funny thing about san luis obispo is you know, every year here, well, it's probably every market, but every year here, right around April or May, it starts to get really busy for people listing their house. The kids are about to come out of school. And if you're looking to buy a home, right now is the best time to come sit with us. Let us prepare you for the 30-day escrow. Let us sit down and talk with you about what you need to have ready when May gets here so that you can put down a 30-day offer, get that house that you want. Because sure enough, there's going to be all types of people ready to buy the same house you like. So We're moving into home buying season. We're moving in. And everybody's getting ready. So consider it preseason. Baseball pitchers and catchers are getting ready. You should be getting ready with us. Let us be your guide to purchasing a home this year. 2016, you're going to own real estate, and you need to be prepared for that. Jay? It's all exciting stuff. What do you think? You said baseball, and so now I can't talk because I'm just thinking about baseball. Jay's an Angels fan. Pretty darn excited about this year. I just love baseball. You know, it's basically as soon as the Super Bowl wraps up, I know it's just right around the corner that we're going to get going. Some spring training. Lots of fun. Your boy's uh, trying out right now as we speak. He's probably shagging a fly ball. I hope so. Hopefully he's doing good. I, I was here instead of there. So we appreciate you, Jay. Well, thanks, man. Um, let's see here. The kind of usual call that I've been making to people for the last uh, uh, couple weeks here on the show is that um, interest rates are back to um, what is at least a 12 month low. So if you're uh, a recent, recent acquirer of property and got yourself a loan, um, in the last 12 or 24 months, it's worth checking in. We might be able to get you a lower interest rate mm-hmm. than what you had then. Um, people that bought homes a couple years ago, 
that had anything less than 20% down and have mortgage insurance, it's a great time to come back. Property's been going up around the county, you know, using like the Case-Shiller Home Price Index and then, you know, even the more local data, what we can see through Slow County Homes, we can see that property around the county is appreciating on average about 6% uh, a year. So if you bought a house maybe with 5 or 10% down a couple years ago, there's a reasonably good chance that you're going to have 20% equity now. So... Um, this is my invitation to you. Give us a call. Let us do a little bit of analysis, figure out how likely it is that you're going to be able to get an appraisal sufficient to get rid of your mortgage insurance entirely. Um, even if it can't go away entirely, uh, reduced mortgage insurance is a real thing. I mean, for every 5% equity you have, the mortgage insurance is a little bit more affordable. Um, and so in the perfect sequence of events uh, you come in with an interest rate that's higher than what we can get you and you don't have to have mortgage insurance that's the goal so if you have uh, a loan that you've gotten in the last few years reach out to us let us check it out see if we could do something for you um, these I know we've been saying this for a while these low rates aren't going to be around forever <laughs> Just, uh, we really do believe that uh, but. you've got to believe that at some point these rates have got to come back up I mean look the feds raised interest rates in December for the first time in like nine years and yeah. they they prefer to call it normalizing interest rates um, which I hope kind of rings true to everyone uh, right. these rates are unusually low They've been held low for an extended period of time. We appear to have shifted into the part of the economy where the rates are normalizing, um, the, the sort of less shocking way to say they're going up now. So um, as these rates are going to start edging up, if you've got an adjustable rate loan, if you've got an interest-only loan, if you've been putting off a refi because you weren't sure if you have the equity, uh, reach out to us. Let us take a look at that for you. Um, additionally, lots of VA refis right now. If you have a VA loan, uh, it's a great time to get a new VA loan because you can do... Um, it, at times what's called a streamlined refi where you don't even have to have an appraisal you don't do your income docs or credit docs it's really just a processing of paperwork that goes through and lowers your interest rate so um, if you're interested in that give us a call uh, you can find us on the web at centralcoastlending.com that's the addresses for each of our branches Lots of information on their economic data. You can check in interest rates, use the calculators, research the programs. There's lots to do. If you don't want to do the web homework and just want to deal with people, call us. Uh, one phone number rings all of our offices. It's 543-LOAN, which is 543-5626. We'd love to hear from you. Love to see how we can help you. Um, your phone call doesn't mean that you're involved in a business transaction. It just means that you're reaching out to make contact and kind of establishing that. We work with people, get you on a plan, help you get a budget, set some savings goals, get moving in the right direction for home ownership. Yeah. yeah, fix credit, identify issues, all those kind of things. That's what we want to do with you. So give us a call at 543-LOAN. Thanks again to Bruce Freeberg for coming on the show today. It's always nice for us to have a guest. Uh, check him out at brucefreeberg.com. Mike will be here next week with a guest. Yes, sir. And Dan. Yes, sir. And I won't be. So I'll see you guys in March.
That's what I'm going to do. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great weekend.